You are now tuned in to Behind the Confidence Smile, the podcast, where we talk about what's behind your smile. No longer suffering in silence and truly walking in your purpose daily. I am your host, Bianca Cotton, wife, mom, author, poet, speaker, and hope dealer. I am on a journey to help women walk in love, live in hope, and be healed from past hurts. Join me on this journey of revealing what's behind your smile. We have special guests, some poetry, and inspiration. Now let's start the show. Welcome everyone to Behind the Confidence Now, the podcast with Bianca Cotton. I am so excited to have a special guest with us today. Her name is Vivian Bajorni, and she is a motivational speaker, mindset coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Women. And her personal mission is to help women become unstoppable in achieving their God-given dreams. And you all will never guess that we are in two completely different time zones and two completely different spaces on the map. At the time of this recording, it is Tuesday evening for me and Wednesday morning for Vivian. Vivian, welcome. Hey, good morning on my side of the world. Good evening to you, Bianca. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Good morning oh, cool to you. <laughs> right, right. We are, I'm so excited to have you here today to yeah, learn. I'm so excited too. <laughs> yes, to hear more about all the amazing things that you're doing in the Philippines and have done in Singapore and all across the world, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. I am pretty excited, actually. Just um, just reading the title of your podcast made me just jump for joy. Like, everybody needs this. Why? Why? Why just now? (laughs) So I thought, you know, you know, Bianca, I really, really, really love that you have come up with this, um, this kind of podcast. It's serving a lot of women. Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate your words. And I just appreciate everything that you're about to share with us. Um, just from our conversations, I know it's going to be great. And very timely right now in the world with a lot of women experiencing different challenges and wearing so many um, hats and roles in life. And it can come with... Um, a lot of pressure sometimes so tell me like how did the fulfilled women community get started and and what is this community oh yeah um so the fulfilled community the fulfilled women community came about a few years ago just right after I have um I have overcome postpartum depression so I gave birth uh, I gave birth 2014 and then 20, late 2015. And then, I, I'm sorry, 2014, I gave birth. And then 2015, 
that was one of the darkest seasons of my life when I went through postpartum depression. Because, you know, this, this is who I am. I am very sociable. I love speaking. I'm a, I'm, I'm a host. I'm a teacher. I'm a trainer. So I love talking. I love people. And then all of a sudden, when I became a mother, you know, I was just inside the four corners of our room changing diapers. I was breastfeeding 24-7. It was so different from the life that I have been used to. So um, so it was really hard for me. And I felt like, is this all there is to life for me? So I got really depressed. And I felt like, um, you know, I didn't like motherhood. You know, at that point in my life, I should be happy because that was our first baby. And um, instead of being very happy, I, I felt so miserable. And then a year passed towards the end of 2015. I just told myself that, you know what? Enough is enough. I, I, I can't take this anymore. I, I want the Vivian back. I want the Vivian that I used to be. And so I started praying. And this is the exact prayer that I, I, I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, help me wake up excited again. Lord, just please help me wake up excited again. And that's all that I asked him again and again and again. And then when the year started in 2016, that's when I started to remember who I am. I started to remember who I am. And I remembered creating a vision board in 2008. So just look at that timeline, 2008. Yeah, that's when I created a vision board. And then this year that I'm sharing with you was already 2016. So that's eight year difference. (laughs) And then um, I wrote in that um, vision board in 2008, I said there that my mission is to inspire women and youth to reach their full potential for God's glory. Mm. So I'm like, why am I not doing that? So I started attending webinars. I started reading books. I started taking online courses. I started doing different things to, you know, understand myself better and, you know, gain back the confidence that I lost. And then I realized that, you know, maybe more women are like me. Maybe they're going through challenges and they feel like this is the end for me. But it's not. I mean, as long as you're alive, there's still something that you can contribute. You can still serve. You can still impact the world. And so I started that community, the Fulfilled Women community, because I was thinking of the word, how do I, you know, how do I describe this? And then I thought of the word fulfilled. I want to help women feel fulfilled by figuring out their purpose and having the courage to pursue it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how the fulfilled women community started. <laughs> that's beautiful. And just listening to you talk about, you know, experiencing postpartum depression, waking up and asking God to help you to wake up feeling um, like yourself again, right? And then you going back to a vision board you created almost eight years ago. <laughs> And starting to re- starting to remember, right? And what's so what's so critical mm-hmm. about what you said is you had wrote the vision a while ago, and so you could mm-hmm. go back to it to remind yourself, yeah. right? So everyone listening, I want mm-hmm. if you have not taken a moment to write down. 
a vision for your life, a vision that God has given you for your life, do that because it can serve as a marker for you when you start to feel off track or not aligned in your life to say, something's not right. Let me go back to what was said, what was written Mm -hmm. and see if anything has changed and where do I go from there? That's so beautiful. So there, uh, I am one of the women in your community and there are over a thousand women like this yes, community yeah. is large and it's <laughs> so beautiful to see so many women pursuing purpose, um, pursuing what God has for their lives uh, because it's a, a community for women of faith and also being open with talking about uh, their struggles because you first opened up talking about postpartum depression. So mm-hmm. What was, uh, you shared that it was after your first child was born, that was what was going on in your life. Mm-hmm. So take us through um, what are the most common challenges you've observed that women face in your community? You know, I, I am, I don't know if I'm surprised or not surprised, but by far, by far, the, the biggest barrier of women in the community and reaching their goals or going after their dreams is self-doubt. It's mm. always doubting themselves. Can I do this? I feel like nobody believes in me. I feel like I, I, I'm not good enough. I feel like, um, you know, other people are telling me that I can do it. And I feel like I can't do it. You know, it's always that. It's always, they don't, they lack the confidence to go after their dreams. I often hear that, especially for mothers. And I didn't realize that because I thought that I was a, an isolated case <laughs> that when I became a mom, my confidence dropped. It's like down to zero. And when I coach moms, that's the same thing that they say when they became a mom it's like it's the dead end for them i i can't be anyone else except being a mother but but it's just not true (laughs) this is something that i often you know have to tell myself because sometimes motherhood can be so um demanding i'm a homeschooling mom i have two kids that i homeschool and it's it can be uh, it can be a handful you know and if you are someone who is very ambitious, you have a lot of goals and a lot of dreams sometimes, um, it's, it's difficult to, you know, dream big if you're a mother. So it makes you feel like, you know, I, I can't do anything anymore. I'm just going to become a mom. Yeah, I often, I often hear that. You know, I, that's, I'm not surprised by that, being a mom myself. But what I um, have learned is that motherhood is not a, it's not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that motherhood, we, we need moms um, mm-hmm. just as much as we need dads, but we talking about moms right now. We need moms to give birth to the next generation of leaders and next generation of business men and women and the next generation of teachers and us look seeing our 
children as gifts, gifts mm -hmm. uh, that can be cultivated and nurtured uh, and encouraged. And that's a part of um, my legacy on the earth, right? And so what I've learned how to do is to shift my um, my goal trajectory in the sense of maybe I won't be able to reach that goal as quickly as I would like mm -hmm. or, yeah. or how I would like, but that doesn't mean that I can't do it and my children can't be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you coach the women um, and, and speak to that pain point that they have? Like, what are some strategies that you give them? You know, this comes from my heart because it's also something that I have gone through. And I have to tell you that even last year, at some point last year, I felt very low. I felt like, you know what? Never mind. I'm just going to become a mom. I don't want to do anything else because I, you know, the, the feeling of, I can't, I can't do those things anyway, because I'm a mom, my, my hands are full. And what, what I learned to do is to challenge myself and ask myself, is that true? Is that true that you can't be a successful businesswoman and a successful mom at the same time? I look at people around me and I have many friends. I have many friends who are successful in their family lives, successful. I say that you know, they have happy family and they have um, happy motherhood and memories with their children. And also they have a thriving business. So that means if they can do it, there's a possibility too. <laughs> and that you can do it too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And so I had to write that down in my diary. I had that in my diary. I tell you, Bianca, is there like, you know, yeah, she did it. She did it. I had all the names of my friends who who I love so dearly are successful in their family life, in their spiritual life, serving in the church and also um, having a thriving business and serving and impacting the world. So it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. And, you know, what else I would add to that is that. You have to understand the season of life you're in with your children. Right. So and um, understanding your capacity. Uh, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if your children are younger, they may they may require a little bit more attention than uh, school age or teenage. And so right. uh, and also looking at, you know, what type of help do I need? What type of help do I have so mm -hmm. that I can have maybe chunks of focused time to focus on my business and um, to be fully present with my children? Right. So do you yeah. do you find that you still that you um, encounter mommy guilt? I because what I've done right now is to really separate because before 
like when when I am working, I'm still mothering, or if I am homeschooling, I'm still doing other things. So I have to like in the morning, I have to homeschool. I'm not gonna do anything in the morning. I'm just gonna have to homeschool. And then in the afternoon, just give me two hours off, you know, just to play there and um do whatever you want, play with your um play with your friends or um, do something, do some artwork, just let me do my work. And so with that separation, with that time separation, it it doesn't give me so much mom guilt anymore because I had given them undivided attention in the morning already. So just give me two hours in the afternoon to do something that I need to finish or I need to do. Mm. That's good. You got strategy. That's good. So, um, right. What's behind your smile? That is really a good question. You know, just last week, I, I, I couldn't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago when, um, somebody messaged me, you know, she was going through something and, you know, life is really tough these days. We have, we have a phrase or our um, statement here in the Philippines, how to be you po, po is like a respectful word. Like it's, it's a very, uh, very common way to ask a person that you admire how to be you. <laughs> like, how to be you so I got asked that question how to be you you know how how to be you I'm like you don't want you don't want to be me trust me (laughs) because for for so many people that's why I like that's why I like your podcast like for so many people they only see the the end they only Mm -hmm. see the the final the beautiful the masterpiece the they only see the ending when everything has been solved, when all the problems have been solved. But what they don't see is the tears, the sweat, the the sleepless nights, the hard work, the persistence, the rejections, the failures. They don't they don't see those things. So it's so funny. It's so funny when people people ask how to be like you don't want to be me. <laughs> I have so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many challenges in my life. I, I tell you, you don't want to be in my shoes. <laughs> so anyway, um, what's no, but I think I think that <laughs> just to put a just to like sit in what you just said really quickly, I think that's key, right? Um, and wanted uh, to expound on that. It's like, no, I want you to be you. That's the whole purpose of this community is for you to find yeah. your purpose and for you to know that when you start to dig into your purpose, it still won't be all rosy. It is hard work. There, there is sweat. There are tears. There are days, uh, even months where you are like, am I sure I want to do this? What did I sign up for? Yeah. <laughs> like, or no one's, you know, showing up for what I am putting out not yet though but the seeds are being planted Mm -hmm. so to that woman or women who are like man I see what y'all doing this is amazing it's like well let me take you on the journey really quickly it didn't start here (laughs) it didn't start here 
for yeah. you like go back to 2008 when you created that vision board and it's 2022 now it, it didn't it didn't start today that mm-hmm. it's a journey that's why I love to read autobiographies I love to learn people's stories because it, it helps me with me I yes. love that <laughs> yes, it helps. It helps. It helps me, and it um, reminds me that everybody has a journey. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a journey. I just wanted yeah. to sit in that piece real quick, like you know, <laughs> to encourage encourage everyone listening. Like it's a journey, y'all. It is a journey, and you may feel discouraged on the journey. You will have joys. You will experience lows but know that if you continue to be persistent and consistent and get coaching have mentors invest in yourself continue to build continue so that's my piece on that Yeah, I am being inspired right now, Bianca, with the words that you're saying. I'm like, I needed to hear that too. <laughs> right, it's like behind the confidence smile started um, at the time of this recording. It is four and a half years old. So it started in 2017 as a blog. And over the years, it has manifested itself in a myriad of ways. And we continue to impact women and the podcast is another avenue in which we can impact more women to come out of suffering and silence and learn how to walk in love and live in hope and be healed from past hurts and pursue purpose. But before we get to the pursue purpose part, let's talk about healing from those past hurts. Let's talk about acknowledging uh, that you have fears and how to overcome those fears and get started. And build those healthy relationships, not just with others, but with yourself. What are we saying to ourselves? So. (laughs) I love it. I love that. (laughs) So, yes. Thank. um, What else is behind your smile? That, that was a long that was a long warm-up story for me <laughs> introduction <laughs> story but yeah I just remembered to share that story because I found it really funny that um people thought that when you are um when you have accomplished something it's like it's easy for you it's not it wasn't easy for me and one of the things that one of the things that um holds me back is really my mental health issues that my anxiety and I I often I am very um, prone. I am very prone to depression and I have anxiety. And I always have this feeling that how can I be successful if I get discouraged or if I already cry or feel broken over little stuff? Like how can I handle big stuff if I can't handle small challenges? And that has always been, um, that has always been my um, limiting belief, if I may say. In, you know, the, um, my bouts of depression, that postpartum depression, and that wasn't, yeah, and Bianca, that wasn't the end. 
that was 2015, 2015, right? The postpartum depression. 2019, I went through one again. <laughs> and this was, this is uh, the exact example of behind the confidence smile because 2019 was a year that the fulfilled women was such full swing. Like we had events after events. We have um, meetups, we have big meetups, we have small meetups, we have workshops. We've, we even had workshop for kids, like kidpreneurs for children who wants to be entrepreneurs. It was so successful. Oh, cool. Yeah, we had so many events and I received messages, random messages from, from people that I don't even remember meeting. Like, you inspire us. The Fulfilled Women is such an inspiration. And this was the year, this was the year that I was going through depression. And I was even suicidal at this point in my life and so at some point during the end of 2019 um until early 2020 you see very recent just two years ago just before the pandemic I almost I almost closed down the fulfilled women because I felt like I wasn't the the kind of leader that you know, could lead them in pursuing their dreams because of my condition, because of being depressed. And um, you see, that was really the exact example of behind the confidence smile because the things were going really well. Um, what they were seeing was really like the success of our community, but they didn't know that I was struggling. I was going through something and I, I was on antidepressant. I was taking anti-anxiety pills. I had regular consultation with a psychiatrist. They didn't know that. I only shared that, I think, um, maybe months after. And my husband doesn't even know. <laughs> I, I didn't tell anybody. I told my best friend about it, I think, about a month or two months after that. But I wasn't telling anybody that I was going through something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? I... I you know, when you're there at the point of depression, you just want to be alone. I wanted to be alone. I don't want people asking me, how are you? I'm not going to answer you. I don't want people being with me. I just wanted to be alone. That's, mm. I think that's my coping mechanism when I'm depressed, or maybe for, for many, of, many of the women or men and women, for many people, that's their coping mechanism, that they just wanted to, um, to escape and be out of the eyes of people just basically just want to be alone mm. so when yeah. you um so what would you in addition to just being alone what would you want a loved one to do for you or to say if anything you know because that time, my, my husband doesn't, doesn't understand depression, doesn't understand mental health. Mm. Because it's different when you are sick, like you broke a bone. Right. They will see that you're, you can't walk straight, so they will assist you. They'll, they're going to give you a chair if you need a chair because it can be seen. But if you have a mental health condition, especially in the Philippines, you know, it's, it's different here, Bianca, because in the Philippines, um, when, when you go to a psychiatrist, it's like, 
what why are you crazy like what's going on so it's it's very different and so i wish i wish they had been um more of a um patting me in the back and just trying to understand that i am going through something and not telling me that you have to stand up i mean you're an adult you are a speaker you are a coach you're not supposed to that that mm. phrase you're not supposed to i mean people have to be more understanding that i don't even know what i'm going through i don't even understand what i'm going through i guess i just needed to speak it out without judgment without mm. other people telling me that um you're not supposed to be like that like you have to do this and that and you're not supposed to be like that I guess those words are very damaging and very hurtful for people going through depression because when a person is having a mental health um crisis they don't understand they don't want to be there they don't want to go through anxiety they don't want to be depressed just as mu as much as you don't <laughs> you don't want to see them like that they don't want to be there too but they don't know what to do so just be there for them and listen to them and not command them and tell them you don't you shouldn't be like that or this is what you have to do you know just be there as a friend pat them in the back or listen to them if they if they need to tell you something mm. thank you yeah. so much for saying that it really resonated with me because um i have experienced depression Mm -hmm. um and similar to you well I didn't even know that's what I was experiencing let me say that <laughs> I didn't know that's what I was experiencing at that time until I started you know years later I started reading about it and I was like huh this sounds mm -hmm. familiar mm -hmm. and um I had more language for it but what I, I have studied and um, read and similar to what you just said is no one wants to hear what they should do and how they should feel. Mm -hmm. And it makes me um, even reflect on hard days that I may have, right? Like some mm -hmm. days you just wake up and you just want to stay in the bed. Like, can I just stay in the bed today? And <laughs> um even in those moments, just having compassionate uh, listening ears is helpful. It's like soothing for the soul. Mm -hmm. And my hope is that more people um, become more self-aware of how the impact of their words by studying mental health and what are some good, some uh, safe and healthy responses to someone you may notice is experiencing a mental health crisis um, at that mm -hmm. time? So yes, thank you for sharing. And um, <laughs> with your story, I'm sure you are building an awareness with what's going on and hopefully yeah. it reaches somebody and 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 those who support people who are experiencing mental health challenges whether it's episodic or it may have 
been more of a prolonged period of time, whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So with, you know, your vulnerability, it's something else you said I want to hit on too. And I want to challenge you a little bit in it because I, I do think and believe that you have what it takes to lead the women that you're called to and, and that the, your vulnerability and transparency um, helps other women to see that they don't have to be perfect to do what God has called them to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and that is strengthen that, right? And knowing that you are uh, seeking help when you need it, you're taking breaks when you need to, you're resting when you need to, it can be an example to someone else who may be striving for perfection and knowing that perfection does not exist. So, uh-huh, true. <laughs> <laughs> it does not exist. So I, I think um, the more you lean into, you know, who you, who you were created to be and um, focus on those aspects and you're still attuned to your humanness is powerful. Um, right. So how, with everything that you said, I know that your personal mission statement is inspiring women to become unstoppable and achieving their God-given dreams. How do you live that out like day to day? How do you, how have wow. you figured out how to become <laughs> unstoppable? Or are you still on the journey? Like some days I feel unstoppable and some days I don't. <laughs> it is a journey. It is a journey. And sometimes I just want to just quit and I'll hide in my bedroom. Like I don't want to do this anymore. So yes, it's a journey. And I the word the word commitment you know last month i went i went to a four it's a four day like a personality personal development um uh personal development seminar and mm-hmm. we talked about the word commitment i was just crying and crying and crying because um when when i when i see that word commitment i see the faces of my women at the Fulfilled Women community. And, you know, it's, um, it's really my commitment to them to move forward because I don't want them. I don't want them to stop. I want them to go after their dreams no matter how hard it is. So if I give up, if I give up, then I'm giving the message to them that you know life is hard maybe I should quit too (laughs) so so that really um gives me the um the final push when I see their faces when I see them not give up it gives me that um encouragement to become unstoppable as well and one of the things that I I really do is not stopping learning that's one thing to just keep on reading keep on attending like workshops and webinars 
keep on taking courses because there's so many things that I need to be reminded of. And number two is to be accountable. So last year I was dwindling and I realized when I look back at last year, it was because I pulled myself out of my mastermind sessions. I pulled myself out of my accountability groups because I just wanted to be alone. And I was having a pity party. And when I did that, I, I went downwards. <laughs> so it made the journey worse. And so those two things have helped me to stand up again and rise up again, to keep learning, to keep attending um, webinars or workshops and to keep taking courses and to keep reading. And the second one is to just be accountable with somebody. You have to plug yourself into a group who will pray for you, who's going to be your prayer warriors, who's going to understand that, um, you know, you have dreams to fulfill and that you also are a mom and that you also have challenges, you know, people who are in the same space as you are and people who will not judge you. I think those really, really help me. That's good. Mm -hmm. I want to reiterate the accountability piece you just talked about. How when you start to dwindle, and your um, mental and even emotional health, you start pulling yourself away from the people who will hold you accountable, right? And how that made things worse. So what would you say to that mom who is like, I'm on fire. And then six months later, you don't hear from them no more. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, like where are you what happened you know <laughs> come back come back we are here for you we're here to support you we're here um to hold you accountable we're here to be compassionate with you you don't have to do life alone and that's one of the main purposes of this conversation today and all the conversations I have with guests is it is we are helping women to come out of suffering and silence. How are we to be who we were mm -hmm. called to be if we stay in the dark? Or if we put ourselves in the dark? Like, you know, I'm just sitting over there in the corner and I'm going to stay there. Do not stay there. Come out because we need you we need each other so for sure yeah so many women needed to hear that like i i have to listen to this recording <laughs> <laughs> yes I have to this podcast again and again <laughs> right listen to it again and again and listen to yourself speak right it's, it's power yes. in that. It is power in that. And when we talk about, you know, what are three steps a woman should keep in mind when pursuing their God-given dreams, you just laid it out for us. You just shared, you know, what three, three things women can keep in mind when pursuing. And the one of the main pieces I want to add is know that you are not alone. 
find your community if you don't have one. Create a community. And it doesn't have to be large. It could be two or three people where you all share uh-huh. your dreams with each other and hold each other accountable for um, making it happen and checking in when times are great, checking in when times are hard, checking in when you need a bit of inspiration and and motivation or even a resource, being connected to someone else. Like, hey, I have this challenge. Do you know anybody who you can connect me with? We need each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Vivian, where can people find you? Yes, if you have a Facebook account, we are on Facebook. You can just search for us, The Fulfilled Women Community, Faith and Dreams. So that's the Fulfilled Women Community. You can find that on Facebook. Um, we That's a Facebook group. And we also have a, a Facebook page, The Fulfilled Women, obviously. So you can find us on Facebook. Just join us and be with us. And if you want some inspiration as well, you can go to our website. It's www.thefulfilledwomen.com. You can find some of our YouTube um, videos in there. And we have free ebooks for you. Just drop by in there, um, hang around and see what's going on in the in the community. We'd love to have you there. We'd love to um, have more women, support more women, hug and encourage more women. We'd love to have you there. <laughs> Yes. And Bianca is there too. <laughs> yes, I'm there, y'all. So come through, come through. And if um, anything in this episode touched your heart, gave you a new thought, inspired you um, in any way, email me at hello at behindtheconfidencemail.com and follow us on Instagram at behindtheconfidencemail and behindtheconfidencemail podcast we would love to hear from you Vivian thank you so much for sharing for being transparent and just being you and following um what is on your life to do and pursuing your purpose and also being real about the challenges that you face so the world is and in a better place because of you <laughs> for Aww. real so thank you thank cry. you <laughs> <laughs> thank you too thank you too i'm so glad you came up with this podcast it's beautiful and <laughs> glad that it's reaching like not just in in the u.s or different um, different parts of your continent but it's here in in the philippines we're reaching more more women in here to hear the stories of women that you interview, the, your, your guests, and I'm sure that they are being encouraged and being inspired to, you know, stand up. Life is beautiful. So thank yes. you, Bianca, for that. <laughs> ah, my pleasure. You know, I am sharper as I am. So we, we in this together. <laughs> All right, you all, until next Absolutely. time. <laughs> We can't wait um, to hear your thoughts.
All right. And feel free to play this again and again as you need it. Like Vivian said, she's going to do herself. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Behind the Confidence Mountain podcast with your host, Bianca Cotton. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's grow our community, you all. Until next time on the podcast. Remember, we all have a story and a journey of what is behind your